0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wild Beyond the Witchlight, where our adventuring party explores the fey domain of Prismere, which has recently been taken over by a coven of hags. They currently find themselves in the realm of Hither, that is ruled by Bavlorna Blightstraw. They're seeking things that they have lost in their childhood, and they're about to go and try to visit Bev Lorna's cottage now and see what they can find. And uh, I'm going to let the party introduce themselves now. Joe.
1: Oh, hi. I'm not used to going first. Uh, I'm Joe Perez. I am playing Alistair Hoppleton. He is the son of a nobleman and uh, a would-be samurai uh, who also happens to be a bunny, and uh, he lost all of his ability to be happy. So, I mean, it's like art imitating life, imitating art. So, you know, there we are.
0: And Andrew.
2: Hello, Andrew Powers. I play True Shot, a Dampier arcane archer fighter who lost the ability to come to a logic illusion.
0: And Matt.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Hippolyta Millicent Hoppleton, Alistair's long-suffering sister who has basically been following him around trying to help him get back his ability to feel joy. I didn't lose anything. And I would swear to that on a Bible because I am completely unashamed to lie. Because I, in fact, have lost the ability to feel shame. Um,
0: And we will have a new player today. Very exciting. But they will introduce themselves when we get to them. Now, when we left off, you were all hobnobbing with the soggy court and the king, Gloop the 19th. You were about to, you had agreed to uh, return a book, Gloop had, to Bavlorna. And uh, in order to do this, Galoop said that you needed to be officially inducted into the Soggy Court. So you were about to head to the palace and uh, do this. Uh, You were kind of in a procession. Galoop had gotten onto a big fancy palaquin and lifted a small baby alligator with like a ruff around its neck with him and kind of is petting and cooing it as you walk down a pathway. Are y'all following?
3: Yep. Yeah, I
2: see no reason not to at this Uh, point. Yeah, I think we were following and then
0: hanging back and talking. Otherwise, we were... Yes, and I I should also remind you that uh, True Shot got a note last time that said, Find Illig, the Baron of Muckstump, at once. The revolution lives. Uh, So y'all are carrying on. It's just a short walk to what is called the Soggy Palace, uh, where uh, King Gloop has his court. Wait, it's the sinking palace? Not that it really matters that much in the long run.
1: To be fair, if it's sinking, it's probably also soggy, so both both are accurate descriptors.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a big swamp, so it's quite likely that everything is sinking. This ramshackle hall is built around a big tree. Two of the tree's limbs reach out through the walls like enormous welcoming arms. The interior of the hall, as you walk in, is roomy with an open floor plan that allows occupants of the upper story to look out over the lower one. Bullywog courtiers crowd into the space, filling it with guttural croaks. Their clothing is faded and stained with mud, but it's it's all formal, fancy. A lot of them have ruffs around their necks. They're, they're really going for the royal angle. It's just, they also live in a swamp. So you, you get some swamp stains on things. And uh, everyone roll perception checks for me.
1: Incoming terrible roll, 14.
0: Ah. Uh,
3: 18.
0: Ah, uh, well, there you go. That is some pretty good rolls.
3: I just don't trust the I will dice say roller actually, on being beyond.
0: <laughs> I will say, actually, all of you amongst the bullywogs arrayed, you notice one Bullywog who stands out a guard at one of the interior doors with a mustache. And uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and introduce our new player who everyone here should know well, some of you should know, as 6K, longtime friend of the site. And, uh, 6! Go for it! What's your character?
4: Hello, everybody. Give us... Uh, my absolute pleasure. in we'll to be playing with y'all. It's, it... And, uh, I'm playing, uh, a, a character named Kevon. And, uh, how far should I get into him just now?
0: Oh, like, give us a physical description, and you can go ahead, go ahead and say what you've lost, so you're kind of on par with everyone else here.
4: <laughs> so, you he... He's currently, uh, as a uh, bullywog uh, guard of some sorts, uh, sort, sort of uh, off to the side, uh, looking a little shaky, looking a little nervous, has has his mustache that he, he can't seem to shake and all that. And I say currently because uh, things might might start to change coming up with that one. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's sitting over there right now. He, he seems to have lost his sense of purpose. He's not quite sure why he's doing anything at all right now. But he keeps trying to, like, you know, get by, survive, do, do what he can. And he sees he sees this group too approaching him and he's wondering if they noticed him. And he's, he's getting a little nervous because of it because he's not quite sure if he should be noticed or, or not quite sure what's what's about to happen next.
0: Uh, okay, so I'll say everyone you see, Galoop has gotten off his palaquin. He's still holding his baby alligator and sort of cooing at it. And he alights on a throne and there's like a little cushion next to it that he sets the alligator on. And uh, he starts addressing the court, and it's like a royal, florid speech, and it just starts to go on and on, praising himself and talking of the glories of the court. What is everyone up to?
3: How attentive is he to that baby alligator? Oh, no. Uh,
0: He Uh, he has been pretty attentive to it. It is off to the side, but it's visual range. Uh, he is now really occupied with, you know, talking to his uh, followers, his fans, basking in the glory of being royalty in the middle of his own court. Does the alligator look happy? Um, I mean, give me an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what, how much do you know about alligator psychology? That's really the question here.
1: That is a really good question. Uh, 12.
0: I will say you you stare down the alligator trying to discern what is this alligator's feeling what is its inner what are its inner hopes and dreams and man you have no idea it's an alligator right it seems pretty comfortable sitting on its cushion
3: is it in good condition or does it look like it's been starved or anything like that
0: it does not like it look like it's been starved it looks very well fed maybe even a bit chubby
3: Oh, it's overly fed. Oh. All right. He I'm going to I'm going to th- th- be thinking about this. You can go on to somebody <laughs> else.
4: <laughs> I I'm watching the uh the, the female bunny uh t- take a gander at uh, at uh, the alligator. And and I just sort of approached her like,
3: "Can I help you with anything, sir?" You just said you knew I was female and then you called me sir. That's really strange. I'm, I'm not very good at this. Well,
4: for starters, the mustache.
3: I, None of the bully I, wugs have facial hair because they're amphibians.
4: Uh, I immediately throw my hand in front of my face, hoping nobody noticed. So sorry, sorry about that. I, did, I just, uh, But uh, did you have any questions for the 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 alligator, the, the crocodile, the the,
2: the
4: the the king's pet?
3: You want me to ask it questions? <laughs> it's
2: an alligator, isn't it? <laughs> what, what good would that do? Well, clearly it can talk, or else they wouldn't have asked.
1: I mean, we are talking to creatures that. Unlike ourselves, sister, are capable of speaking. Where back where we come from, they traditionally don't. So
2: yes, but anything an is alligator. possible. I mean, right here we got talking frogs and bunnies. I'm pretty certain alligators can talk.
3: Okay, go. Someone go up to it and start a conversation. Then
0: <laughs> I, I true shot. Kavan. You
2: should
3: go talk to it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make it a save check.
0: <laughs> I I will note, Kavan. You do know that the alligator's name is Snoodle.
3: Okay, I if four- you
0: if you I, wanted. If you wanted to share that information.
3: I got a 14 on my persuade check to get uh true shot to go talk to the alligator. Okay.
0: Um, uh, yeah, you can roll an opposed check if you'd like.
2: Uh, what, what's opposing.
0: Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. What does oppose charisma. persuasion? It's charisma. Okay. There's checks, check. So, uh, all right. Holy cow. 19. <laughs>
3: all right. You have to go
2: talk to the alligator then.
0: Uh, yes, you feel, you do not feel compelled to talk to the alligator.
2: All right, then I'll... Um, well, I, I mean, I'd, I don't know that right now is a good time to go talk to the alligator. It looks pretty...
3: How would you be mad. able to tell if it's now is a good time?
2: It's just kind of sitting there and looks like the other bullywogs are sort of doing their thing. But later, when it's a more social time and the alligator is making its rounds, then we can go and uh, talk to it.
3: You get the narrow-eyed bunny look. If you've ever seen bunnies do it, you know what it is.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, so Galoop is continuing to talk up there, and it does look like he may be coming to the end of this rambling speech. And uh, as you talk amongst yourselves, finally, finally, Galoop comes to, and I wish to induct these new members into the soggy court, friends of Galoop the 19th. And he uh, goes on to uh gestures at you all indicates oh, a position uh, he indicates kind of a position next to the throne okay, for everyone to come up to. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Alright, well don't walk up there.
1: Yep. Try not yeah. to rock the boat too hard right now.
4: I rapidly step away from all of them and just take a position next to the alligators if that's where I'm supposed to be.
0: <laughs> um and he he does a royal ceremony of like knighting you with like tapping you on each shoulder with a shiny sword that does not like it doesn't look like this sword has seen any combat. It exists to be like really shiny. And you're each so of you he's are presented got a baby
3: alligator and an extremely shiny sword. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, and each of you are presented with uh, tabards. That are purple with the in- uh, emblem of a frog on them. Uh, you know, an emblem you've seen around, kind of an emblem of the soggy court. You assume. Wear these
3: when you go to a dungeon. <laughs> you'll get a reputation <laughs> bonus.
0: <laughs> yes. Plus one with the soggy court each time you kill a monster. Uh, uh, so, yes. And he indicts you all croaking sages of the soggy court, which. He says, we'll allow you to speak to Bev Lorna on the court's behalf. There is light applause from the crowd scattered around the court. Some kind of throaty croak cheers out in the audience.
1: Uh, I remain rather stoic throughout this. Uh, question, have we already received the book from from the court to bring back? Uh, I can't remember.
0: Wow, I don't, I, I don't remember so. either.
1: I don't think they gave it to you. I will
0: say, I will say no. Uh, Galoop now addresses you, you know, kind of the court has sort of started on with its conversations and so forth. Drinks and food are being passed around. Attention has kind of wandered off from the group of you. Uh, Galoop says, I wish you to deliver this with all haste. And Uh... do remember to... do remember to tell Bavlorna that I was only holding it for safekeeping.
3: Okay, can, can we have the thing to deliver? Because we don't. Uh,
0: yes, he he offers it to you.
3: Oh, okay, then we. I guess I'll take it. We- believe, uh, It's
0: a large- hmm.
1: I believe last session, we also asked to speak with the prisoner.
0: You did ask to speak to the prisoner and you were given, Galoop did say that you could.
1: Okay. Uh, well, uh, thank you for the uh, induction your royalness. Um, Before we depart to go uh, complete our task, I would like to complete the uh, task that you so graciously uh, allowed us to do. Uh, I want to talk to that prisoner before we leave, if at all possible.
0: Uh, Yes, it will be quite a show. Soon the trial by combat will begin. If you stay with us for just a little bit longer and I, he sort of makes a face, I suppose the book can wait for that long. Uh, Ah, if you, if you wish to uh, see the prisoner, I will have you escorted and then you can view the trial by combat she is to participate in.
3: Uh, I'm gonna grab that guard who was talking to us before by the arm. I was He'll ju- take us. I was oh. just going to say I like this one.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, very well, very well. And he just sort of waves you off with a imperious nod of his head and his attention is completely gone. Yep. Oh no. Hi.
3: <laughs> Hello. You remember us from such conversations as the one we just had? Yeah. Could you he- take us to this prisoner, please? My brother would no, like he- to speak to her. Maybe. We, we, we can try.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, so, Kavan, you would indeed know the way. Uh, Assuming you are going to lead them, you would go outside the palace and kind of down a path behind it.
4: I, I sheepishly take the front, and uh, I approach every door, almost as if I'm approaching for the first time, but it do kind of make sense in going this way. So, but just very shakily. So, hmm. almost uh, like... So- well, Almost like what I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember from a dream more so than an actual like experience. Huh.
0: Uh, okay. So you come you come back around the back side of the palace where you see rising from the soggy earth, there is a sturdy wooden hut with an open doorway on one side of it. Yeah, um, we're you were led
3: hmm. Oh, sorry. While we're going, I would like to make an insight check to see if I can figure out what Kavan's deal is.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask to do okay. the same thing.
3: Uh natural twenty for a twenty three total.
1: Holy crap. Which is good because I'm—I um, uh, do not notice uh, anything.
0: Uh, Kavan, you want to roll an uh, opposed charisma, y'all, th- wisdom. Uh, it deci-
4: would be deception, check? for instance. Yeah, he'd
3: have to make a deception check. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh,
4: pretty good, but not as good. Uh, I rolled an 18.
0: I mean, y'all are y'all are assuming he's lying. What if he's telling the truth? I'm not assuming um, he's lying. So- <laughs> I just want to know what his deal is.
4: It just seems uh, so- odd that a guard w- a guard would be that unsure. Mm-hmm.
0: What? We're away from what do you everybody. think?
4: Sorry, Liz, go for it.
0: Yes, yes, you you are away from everybody at this point. The path is deserted. There is one guard standing in front of this hut you're heading towards, but you aren't like within earshot of him yet. Uh, so, what do you think uh, Hippolyta could discern about you?
4: Oh, uh, just that I don't seem entirely like I am a bullywog. And uh, and I seem a bit paler. I seem like I'm too upright for it. Uh, the, the way I walk also seems like I've just like this is I wasn't born with the feet that I have on right now. Like I'm walking very wide, as if think of it like a child who puts on flippers for the first time and is trying to make their way to a pool. That's sort of the large steps I'm taking, especially when we're getting to the the stairs themselves. Also, I, I keep looking over in the direction of. Uh, I believe to the east, just kind of looking to see if things have changed over there, like the entire time I'm sort of walking down and everything, um, yeah, and I'm also very shaky with the weapons I have at hand either like it, like holding a uh, like for being a soldier, holding a weapon is not something i I should normally know how to do, but I'm not really showing any like perceived like experience or uh or ability with it right now either. and I'm also trying to make small chat too uh, okay. well, <laughs> turn
3: while while you're doing
4: that.
0: What's to the east? Can I look and see what's to the east? Um, Are you, Kevan, were you attempting to look at the balloon factory that was on fire earlier today?
4: Uh, We're at the, uh, a little bit, but even a little bit past that, more so towards, I believe, uh, what is it called? More so towards the, uh, the, the channel that sort of feeds into downfall.
0: Okay, um, yes, you do not see anything has changed. You do see that there's no more smoke coming up from the balloon factory, which there was last time you were out here. Um, But no, you don't see anything different or of interest over that direction. Um, And uh, Hippolyta, you look over there and you see, uh, you know, everything as it was. There's the balloon factory where you helped put out the fire. There's a couple of channels leading into this big lake. You're walking past. Do you like carnivals, Kevon? That's your name, right?
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: Kevon. Yeah, that's
3: it's, You can you can say that. I'll I'll hear. Which um, part can I say that the part that you like carnivals or the part that you your name is Kevon?
4: Uh, the name. I have been to carnivals. They're all right. It's I don't know if I like them, but I've I've been through them. I've been through a few. You ever been to the Witch Lake Carnival? I think so. I
3: think so. <sighs>
4: My memory really, like, sort of dies at that point, and I'm, I'm, like, I look like I'm actually struggling to remember the Wishlight Carnival itself, um, but it's not readily coming back to per se. It, it more so like it's probably
2: been a while. If if I had been there, true shot. Yes.
3: Do you trust Kavon?
2: Um, yeah, he seems like a very Capable guard knows his way through here. Seems to be understand what's going on. So yeah, seems good.
3: Yes, you've definitely met some hags. We'll talk more later.
4: Is he?
2: Uh,
4: I'll, I'll say this: one, one of the things I'm trying to small chat about is, is I mentioned what the the alligator told me while you guys were up there on the stand, um, and, and I was just like, they, they they promised they promised him his feet, uh, and, and I'll leave. I'll say that like that's a normal sentence. They
3: promised him his feet. Yeah. When, Do they currently have his feet? I wasn't aware the alligator didn't have feet.
4: No, the, the alligator, he gets he gets the king's
3: feet when, when the coup happens. That's, they, they told him that's what he gets. Mm. At least that's what the alligator told me. Wow, that alligator really is quick to tell people about that. I'll oh, turn to yes. my brother. Can we get out of here? <laughs> this place is
4: beginning to make me nervous. <laughs> no, I, I, explain, I explain to that, like, well, uh, like, animals, they don't really know how to keep secrets. They're, they're like, think of it like a three-year-old. It goes running off with what it just got. That's that's sort of how they work. I just
1: kind of nod, and I just kind of look at my sister. And how do you feel about that?
4: Oh, it, it happens a lot around here. This isn't, I'm not going to say I want it to happen, but it just sort of happens a lot. And I still remember when they went, oh, what was his name? I, I was around when uh, Muddle Mud The 22nd? I don't know, maybe I think of these things wrong. Yeah, I was here when they got rid of him, and then they got rid of King Tadpole, and then they got rid of Lord Puddlesnub, and then they got rid of the Muddweller, and it just kept going. So, it's it's not exactly a great position to be the king. I just kind of
1: nod, and I kind of just look at everybody else. So, we're taking him with us,
3: right? The king? No. Uh, This one, yes.
1: Oh no 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 the, the king sounds like he has a uh, full schedule ahead
4: <laughs> literally ahead I like that one brother <laughs> and his feet I, I also like when when, when uh, Allie first said that like at first I breathed in like you're gonna take the king and then it was me as so I would sigh of relief wipe my mustache
1: oh then
3: okay, so let's we get past this guard who's like waiting for us and get in there and talk to this person
1: yeah I think uh, I think I know what I need to do let's let's keep going.
0: Uh, so yes, you walk in. You walk towards the um, towards the doorway. The guard nods at Kavan, and Kavan, you know, escorts you inside. At the back of the hall, there are two holding cells with uh, thick mangrove roots that serve as bars, and a small round door closing off each cell. The floor of one cell is covered with several inches of stinking water. And the other cell holds a figure in rags, slumped against the back wall.
1: Is the guard inside or outside?
0: Standing outside.
1: Well, I'm you gonna...
0: you don't get the you is, don't get the impression they're paying much attention. This is like a formality. Is there a lock on this door? Um, I mean, yes, it is locked. I does it have an actual lock? Da, da da da. Uh, yes, it does have a lock.
3: Okay, brother, it's your show.
1: I uh knock on the cage door, or the the cell door.
0: Um, And uh, the figure in the back looks up and then stands, you know, kind of dusting herself off. It's a bullywog and she stands, even though she's wearing rags, she's kind of dirty. She's maybe been in here for a few days. She stands with a very regal bearing. She stands tall with her head kind of cocked up straight and looking at you evenly. She walks over and says, and why have you come to see me, strangers? This is unusual indeed. She is a bully She uh, is a bullywog, by the did, way.
3: Did you and another bully wog help a person escape recently on a balloon?
0: Indeed we did. Indeed we did. What was his name? Fr- d- I,
3: Matthew has forgotten.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, it was Sir Talavar, The fairy dragon was the one attempting to escape. And it was. Um...
1: I'm not going to lie. Like, I literally just watched Labyrinth. So I want to call him Sir Didymus so badly. <laughs>
0: And he was accompanied, Talavar was, uh, you did meet Talavar, and you freed him from his cage in a crashed balloon. And uh, he was accompanied by Wigglewog, the bullywog who had been piloting the balloon and had died in the crash.
3: Uh, Was your friend's name Wigglewog?
0: She gets a very sort of serious, tight-lipped expression. Do you know something?
3: Yes, uh, Wigglewog unfortunately died in the attempt to help Sir Talavar, but Sir Talavar is free. And is gone back to uh, I forget where he was going. He's, he's gone, gone
1: back car. to the he's gone back to the summer court to solicit help from the Queen.
0: Uh, yes, you know that Sir Talavar was a a knight of the summer court who had come here to figure out just what the heck was going on. And apparently nothing good. So um, she gets I, I, a,
1: I look at her. So can you win?
0: Um she once you said that, she was looking at the ground, kind of with a sort of sullen expression on her face. But at that, she looks up very sharply again and says, Certainly. I do not intend to remain in this place, in this cage. These- well,
3: I, mean, I mean, Do, do, do they I, give you a weapon or anything, or do they just toss you out there? Oh, you get a club. Want something better? Well,
1: I had a different idea, be, sister. Yeah.
3: What was your idea? I like your idea better already.
1: This lock looks like you could pick it, no problem.
3: I could give it a shot.
1: It's not our fault if the Cage door happens to fail once we leave.
0: Uh,
3: that's up to you. Uh, would you rather that approach? It's your life.
0: It would be very dishonorable to run to avoid my fate. Okay,
3: uh, I do don't you want a better prison better than a club. Then.
0: It sounds... Are you offering her something?
3: Yeah, if, I, if she says yes.
0: I feel confident that I can purport myself as is necessary to prove my innocence in this trial. Okay, uh,
3: so that's a no. That but-
0: is a no myself into this situation. I feel confident I can get myself out again.
1: Are you certain?
0: Uh, her eyes kind of flit to the side for a second, and she says, I do hope not every bullywog is an honorable sort.
1: There is something to be said about the honor and valor in living to usurp tyrants. Uh,
0: but you see, they're all tyrants in their own way. One leader falls towards another, falls towards another. And each is as cruel as and as petty as the last.
1: Have you considered maybe instituting some sort of representative government?
0: Well, it is difficult to do any serious change. Even if you had convinced one ruler to do such a thing, the next would be against it. There are constant revolts. I do not expect Galoop here to last more than another week in the position.
4: She's probably right. You can just stay down here for another week. Uh, It'll be new. New. New people she answers
2: to. What about this the one? Co- about this one, we could put him in charge, have uh, him free you.
1: I take off my short sword, and I hold it out through the bars.
0: Hmm. No, I wish to uh, I wish to acquit myself honorably, whether they behave honorably or not. I do appreciate your offer of aid, but I cannot accept this thing.
1: So then, I, I understand. So this revolution, then, is it always the same? Is this just going to be another one that takes the place of Galoop, becomes another tyrant, or is this new?
0: Oh, it's certain to be just another one. I haven't heard the latest plan, but it's always someone. Always someone plotting. And the court, they love good gossip. They love... they love the excitement of regime change. I do not... I have considered it. Wigglewog and I discussed what could be done about it, but... I do not know. I do not think anything may fix it. It has been many, many years since we've had a stable government. And with Bavlorna here, it's even worse. Every king bows and scrapes to her because she is the most powerful in this land right now.
1: What if she wasn't there? Uh, Do you think that would change how the court behaves?
0: Perhaps to an extent. Certainly it would be better if they were not working with this hag. It's a very horrid thing. She is very cruel, and while our kings can be cruel in their own way, generally not—they are not so terrible as this witch, this slack-jawed Lorna who rules.
4: I—I I also my my ears perk up with well, my lack of ears perk up with her with her with the speech that she just gave about the the next person might be less cruel in Willowog, and I—I I turned to her and I'm just like, is Willowog friends with? The Baron of stump
0: Um, I will jump in there and say Wigglewog was her friend who helped her free Sir Talivar, and oh. Wigglewog is dead, as the party just informed. <laughs> the, as the party just informed her, uh, Wigglewog died trying to free Sir Talivar.
4: Okay, I'll, uh, I ask her. Are you guys aren't friends with your group? Isn't friends with the Baron of stump Are they?
0: I uh, wouldn't no, say friends. Or, yeah. Were you talking to Morgort, the prisoner, or the party? Morgort. Uh, he is one of the cruelest of them all. Is he oh. the one plotting? Ugh. You probably should take
4: the sword and, I, like, <laughs> gesture towards it to, like, yeah, this makes more sense.
0: <laughs> <sighs> she frowns, but finally accepts the sword and kind of tucks it into her, into her garments.
3: On the off chance you decide that there isn't going to be any sort of honorable combat because you can't trust the people involved, I'm going to open that lock. You don't have to use it. You can just stay in here till <laughs> they show up. That's up to you. But I am definitely going to try to open that lock.
0: Oh, I have a score to settle with this one.
3: Hmm. 21 on the lock checks st- on the sleight of hand. Get and I-, I do have thieves tools and proficiency with
0: uh, yes, you sit there working on the lock as you talk. It does take you a minute or so, but you do pop it open.
3: It is frankly amazing what they can do with entirely wood lock components here, guys. That, that's <laughs> that's a pretty impressive lock.
1: Is it or is it it's just a- because it's uh, swollen, the wood swollen with the humidity? No, no,
3: no. Look look at how they've got this thing carved. They've got hmm. these notches. They're kind of slant-sided, and it's, it's really quite elaborate for carved wood, I mean, and I'm surprised at how good this is uh, that they can make locks. I mean <laughs> I mean, considering they're living in a swamp and it's made of wood, as you right. pointed out, you'd expect it to swell up, but apparently no, it all fits together
0: really nicely It's it's it's, it's, it's primo work. uh Morgort kind of nods towards Locke and said, we do have very excellent craftsmen. um everyone here has been talking, but would anyone actually like to make a persuasion check to convince Morgort to uh, follow along with this idea? Okay, sure.
3: I was gonna say we have a bard. <laughs> uh only rolled an eleven.
0: Uh, yeah, eleven's not very good.
2: Do we know who the um her opponent is in that fight, or where they?
3: No, get-
0: you do not.
3: Hey, Kavan, do you know who she's gonna be fighting?
0: Uh, and you, you do in fact know that she is going to be fighting a bullywog knight named Bluff. I he do is in fact- a. He's a very he's a very large bullywog, like a head taller than any other, and very broad-shouldered and muscular. I do
4: in fact know she's going to be fighting a bullywog named knight named Bluff. He's like a head taller, blah, <laughs> broad-shouldered, and I, he, he's big. You're not going to like it. I don't know. Maybe you'll win. All
2: so. right. So why don't we just go knock him unconscious, dress up like him, and then. You know, Let her
3: kill us. I <laughs> believe this is, this is a trial by combat, isn't it? I mean, this is not like to somebody who gets wounded, is it?
0: Well we'll just It is a trial. It's a trial to the death, yes.
3: That's what I thought. So yeah, I don't I don't like the idea of us one of us going in there and getting shanked. Uh no, I no offense.
1: agree. Perhaps perhaps instead we Get front row seats, and I look at my sister, knowing that she can do things without necessarily having to be directly there or directly yeah. in front of it.
3: Yeah, I think. Once again, my brothers' my brothers' morals write a check I have to cash. <laughs>
4: Wait, can, can I try to intimidate her to come with us? Like, really scare her about this this uh bullywog night? Sure. <laughs> He's really tall. And I'll leave it at that. And
0: I rolled a uh, 23. Whoa! Dang.
3: That's a heck of an intimidation <laughs> check.
0: Um, yeah. So yeah, you start you start explaining how big and muscular he is, and she she knows all of this. She's been a knight here for a while. She knows Bloth. And uh, she just starts to kind of seriously consider this. She's kind of an average-sized bullywog, and uh, maybe maybe you're right. He is rather large and if he's not fighting honorably he could overwhelm me very quickly if, if our current king would even allow me victory perhaps I should leave or find some other way
3: well like I said uh, doors open if you want to take it off we're going to be heading out uh, if you want to follow after I'd wait a little bit because I think someone's going to have to talk to the guard for a little bit uh, and it's probably going to be
0: me again um, but yeah very well you make a compelling point I do not know why you're here, what your aim is. Is there any service I might offer you in exchange?
3: I look at my brother. I have
1: no need for anything right now.
3: Just keep a kind thought in your heads for us, (laughs) because not many
4: people do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now then, shall we go disappear and steal this bullywog and go
3: find ourselves a hag?
4: (laughs) So, are we leaving with the prisoner?
3: No, I have an idea.
0: Okay! There's
3: There's a guard outside, right?
0: Yes, there is. Just one guard garden
3: inside too I'm gonna walk right up to him
0: <laughs> excuse me okay yes yes
3: I am going to it cast
0: like...
3: i'm gonna cast suggest on him okay uh so he needs to make a wisdom save uh dc sixteen uh he rolled a three so uh this lasts up to eight hours as long as I'm concentrating on it and I'm going to okay. say could you go that way and point you know into the you know far distance away from town uh, go that way until you're tired and then go to sleep actually just go that way because i don't think I can be that long oh no it can be a full sentence you, no go that way as far as you can until you're tired and then go to sleep
0: you know i have uh, the direction you're pointing it's just swamp and muck as far as the eye can see mm-hmm. and uh it, it is also very foggy here so you can only see so far but it's like Swamp water and muck. And he does sort of yawn, like he feels kind of tired. You know, I have been wanting a break. I could. A nice swim in the swamp would be very refreshing. You do have a good idea. Yes, yes. I think I will take a, 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 a break. A nice swim. That should suit me well. Thank you for this lovely suggestion, little bunny. I do, I do appreciate it. And he, Kind of straightens up. He was sort of slumped by the door, looking a little uh, discombobulated, just dis, uh, disinterested. And he marches off in the direction you pointed and jumps in the water and just does his, you know, frog swim. And he,
3: I will like- keep concentration <sighs> on this for a long time unless I have to do
0: something.
3: <laughs> so up to eight hours. Okay. Uh, so I'm okay, just yes. consider me concentrating on this unless something happens and I have to stop concentrating.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, so yes, there is now no guard remaining at the door.
3: I look back in and go, I gesture, you know, like, you know, the door's open and then I'm going to head out.
2: I would remind you there's a guard standing right there. I'm pointing uh, at Kevon. Actually, uh, at this yeah, point, he, he's not. What they would, well,
4: look, let, let me stop us there. Uh, at this point, you guys might look back and notice that strangely enough, there is, uh, somebody in a, in like a, Bullywog guard uniform, exactly where Kevon was just standing, but now there seems to be a. uh.
2: herring gun in that outfit, but with a mustache. Huh. Oh. Uh. I guess there's now a Haragon guard right there. Yeah,
4: par- part of the group.
2: It's what I always was. Huh. I swear he was a bullywog. Alright. My mistake.
1: Kevon, are you a changeling? W- what? Oh. I mean. It's okay if you are.
4: I look. I look down at like my like my arms, my legs. I, I'm just like I, I did. It, this is what I've. This is what I've always been. You're, okay. Okay. We'll deal with that later. Is he a cute Harrington? Oh no. <laughs> oh. Can, can I roll for my adorability?
0: Um. No. I mean, since you control your own appearance, I will let you decide. You know what you look like though if you want to roll for it you can
4: uh i'm I'm slightly above average in cuteness i just rolled a 13.
0: okay
4: i um, I am gonna say
3: millicent walks up to him just kind of like gently pats him on the cheek and goes stay like this this is good keep this and uh then i head back towards the escape so now we have to go deliver this book what i'm gonna look at the book What, what is this book is it sealed is it like a lock on it or anything like that
0: um. Actually, before you before you go, I'm going to say that Morgort uh comes out and kind of follows you out, and she does a look around, and uh, she sees you holding the book. She says, "Be be careful with this book. Be careful what, what with is that, it? Lorna." What do you know? Uh, the says? book. Uh, the book has the title on it. Is it's written in Sylvan? Who can read Sylvan? Me. I know some of you I, can. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you can read that it says Bavlorna's Book of Bad Blood.
1: Oh, it's her burn book.
3: It's her burn book.
1: <laughs> oh, we gotta got to read it. Bad Blood.
3: We have to read it. I mean, that's why I asked if it had a lock on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it, it. It does. You do recall that uh, when you walked in, King Galoop had this book open on his lap. It does have a clasp on it that looks like maybe it was supposed to lock, but it is not locked.
3: Okay, I'm gonna make an Arcana check here just to see if there's any kind of ward on it or anything.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: That's a seventeen. Nope. All right. Did you not? Oh. Uh,
0: it doesn't seem like there's any magical properties to it. It's a book.
3: How far off are we from Bavlornos place?
0: Um. So the Bavlurno's place is in the middle of this lake that the that downfall is kind of circles around. It's a big cottage up on stilts above the water. Um. I don't know, you're maybe 30, 40 feet.
3: But we have you're to get a boat or something.
0: Um, you could get a boat. You could swim a raid out on the lake. There are bullywogs and rowboats are sitting on lily pads, kind of just chilling, talking, croaking. Um, so this does seem like, it seems like kind of a hangout spot. And I mean, occasionally, occasionally a rowboat does go up to the cottage. Every so often. Okay. In the time you have been here,
3: I'm gonna turn to True Shot. Uh, True Shot, can you like find us a relatively undisturbed place, some place that's not in view of everybody?
0: Oh, and I will say one more thing, which is a thing that y'all noticed earlier, is that there are clotheslines that go from various points down here up to the up to the cottage, and there is one coming from the sinking palace going up.
4: Huh. Do I know what those are for with my time in the palace?
0: They're clotheslines. They're covered in oh, kind of clothes, clothes lines, so. Yeah. yeah, they are they are literal they are literal clotheslines. They do have clothes on them.
2: But okay. you were given, no, no. You were given clothes, right? Huh? Weren't we given clothes? We joined up.
0: Uh yes, you were given like tabards, like fancy royal court tabards. So not like a full outfit.
3: Yeah, but I still want uh True Shot to use his rangery stuff to find us. So he just knew not a ranger. Dang, that was awesome. <laughs> okay, never mind
4: does the does the prisoner what is the prisoner wearing right now i mean should we make an effort to yes. dress the prisoner differently
0: uh she is wearing just dirty rags oh yeah. well i
3: can fix that um do you mind dressing like a parangan bard
0: i suppose not i don't know how a bard dresses precisely
3: well i've got three sets of common clothing on me so i will give her a set
0: okay um I don't know why you have three sets of common clothing sitting in your bag, but because sure. I
3: kind of went nuts when I was starting my inventory and spent everything I could. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I also have
0: two I mean, crowbars. It's, it's not- I'm
3: not sure why. I think I think the game may have glitched or something. But regardless, <laughs> she can have some clothing.
0: Okay, so you give her some clothing, and she's sort of like, uh, you know, she's sort of. Strips out of her rags, kind of, you know, you know, like a soldier. She's unashamed and sort of puts on this new outfit. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, you know, I'm not she's not like clean watching and because i like, <laughs> <Steve-y. laughs> Yes, this will do nicely, much less uh, conspicuous. Uh, so you mean to go see Bavlorna? Is the, am I understanding this correctly? She's taken something from my brother and he would like it back. She takes things from many people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we have learned that.
2: All right, I'm also still going to go for a place. Nice, twenty four to find a um a place oh, cool. to go, hang out and whatever. We
0: um, okay, you find kind of the the land goes off for quite a ways behind this uh little prison, and uh, there's kind of a treed area. It's still swampy, but you think you'd get some cover back there from the trees. There are like there are spots where the trees are dense enough that that no one's going to see you.
3: All right. Uh, I guess I'll open the book and start looking through it. Who else can read Sylvan besides me? I can't. Okay, I Tr- Trusha, come over. The two of us should read, should try and look at this together. Is uh is Mugwort coming with us or did she go off on her own?
0: Um, she will follow for the time being, okay. unless you uh like shoo her off. Like you no. seem to be going somewhere quiet and out of the way, which seems like a good start.
3: Yeah, that's what we're doing. I, I'm not trying to get rid of her. I just wanted to know. Uh, when we get there, you know, have Alister do-watch thing, because he's relatively good at that. Um, I don't know what Kavan does, but he can just stand there being pretty. And uh, Trishot and I will go through the book.
0: Um, So you start through the book, and, you know, it's kind of in chronological order. The first people that she hates very much are at the top. And uh, the very first names are... I should know these names, and the very first name is Indolin Moongrave. And the second one is Scabatha Nightshade, who you know are her her sisters, her hag sisters, who also uh, possess different parts of Prismere. And after has for quite a while with, you know, a variety of names you don't know. And at the very end, it says Gloop the 19th with, um, and you know, under each entry is a list of reasons they're on her bad side. And her sisters had very long lists of, you know, crimes and petty things that, you know, they have done back and forth over the years. Uh, but at Galoop's entry, it says that he allowed a prisoner to be stolen and escaped. Hmm.
3: So that's interesting that she he'd already screwed up enough to get in the book. And then you, the book was taken from her? Interesting. I don't suppose... Trisha, who is the person you got a note about? You mentioned it briefly, I don't remember.
0: Illig Baranoff.
3: Is that the guy we met?
0: You have not met. You have not met Illig.
3: Is he in the book?
0: Uh, He is not.
3: Okay, well, whoever Illig is, he's not on her list.
2: But the person who my ability, Scabba, so he and I have something in common. And uh, Hip
0: you know your thing that was not stolen was stolen by Indolin because you were told that at the carnival by the uh, carnival horses.
3: Mm. So nobody here but me was affected by Indolin. Yeah, because Moss was affected by Indolin, wasn't she?
0: Um, da-da-da. checking. Um, no, Moss was Bev. Lorna was uh. Indolin.
3: No. So if we that just avoid indolin, indolin.
0: indolin,
3: we can just avoid Indolin, and then that's that all sorted. but other than other than being a book of people she doesn't like is there anything about this book like it just it just feels like a her list of it's as joe said a burn book that's that's what this is
0: yeah yeah it's her list of enemies
3: does it tell us anything about where the uh the two are Where we already know they're in thither like this is hither right now that we're in or is it thither
0: you are currently in hither i mean it does let's see It does talk about her sisters have taken part of this realm, and uh, where, you know, Bavlorna thinks she should have ruled it all. Um, But, let's see. Indwin is in Yawn, and uh, Scabatha is in Thither.
3: Hmm. Well, I don't see any way this is actually going to help us. Uh,
1: I think it is more just a vessel for us to get in there.
3: Yeah. I was kind of hoping that, you know, it would have, by the way, stab me in my foot or something along those <laughs> lines. But unfortunately it does not. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess the only option now is to go see the hag. Uh, unless you don't want to do that and we can and go home and you can just be unhappy forever. Uh, but I hmm. don't recommend that one because you're quite difficult to live.
1: Feelings mutual.
3: Um. Everyone roll a perception check. 20. Dirty 20.
1: Hot dice tonight. That's an 11.
2: <laughs> I got <a> 23. <laughs> uh,
0: wow. Six. Um, certainly Hippolyta and um true shot. Uh, when you came back here behind this place, you um you kind of got a good view to the west of of the holding cells, and you see a big thundercloud. It's a clear sky, but there's this large thundercloud, and there appear to be it appears to be caught in a net of ropes.
3: Okay. Do I see anybody around it? Anyone catching um, catching the thundercloud, or is it already caught?
0: It's, it's not moving. It appears to be tethered with ropes. It's still a ways away from you, and in the fog, you can't... Uh, there's fog that kind of prevents vision past 20 feet. You can't okay. see very far, but you do see this thundercloud over the fog to the uh, east. Did I say west? It's to you the east. You said
3: west, but yeah, east, okay.
0: Yeah. it's um, to the east.
3: <laughs> other east. Um I I I kind of put my hand out on my brother's shoulder and go, "Um, do you see that?" and kind of like not push him but try and like gently turn him in the direction, knowing he can resist me just fine if he wants to, cuz I mean, I have a strength of of 9. I mean, I'll look I'll look over.
0: Um and now that it's been pointed out to you, you you do see this thundercloud?
3: Uh,
1: yes, this appears to be a storm cloud in a net.
0: There's got
3: to be a way we can make that work for
0: us.
4: Do I hear any of this? Because oh I'm yeah, just, I'm it, not concealing it. You're right there. Yeah, I'm just examining my bunny fur. Like, it's so fascinating to me right now. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm not furry that often. So usually scaly, I've been slimy for a while. Um, yeah, so I, I noticed that people are noticing something. And I'm just like, what are you guys looking at? The cloud in the ropes. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's where some merchants have come to visit. I, I don't know how they got here, but it might be their calling card. But yeah, they they captured a cloud.
0: There's Got to be a way to make this work.
2: <laughs> Maybe you can turn that into like they.
1: I mean, back. we don't have to. We um,
0: literally... still with you, and sh- uh, she does mention balloons are a very good way to get around. Though you can't, you can't escape the realm without someone who knows how to navigate out of it. But you can uh, get out of here. Certainly, and there are still some balloons. I think.
1: I think that might be our option for after we are done with the Hag. I think for now we just go back and request a boat from the King.
0: I mean,
3: if they're merchants, they might have something better for you. I mean, than we, what you're currently using.
1: We can certainly go visit the merchants. That it is not a, and it's not an unwise thing. Do we want to make our way over there, see what they have, and then, yeah, get a boat from the King. And get out of here. That seems
3: like that seems like an idea. We might not even need to get a boat from the king if there's boats there.
1: True. I think that's it. I think unless uh, True Shot or Kevan, unless you have any objection, I thought we we're going to
2: trade the, boat with the names.
3: Yeah, we're going to do that. But first, we're going to get prepared for other possibilities. Uh, Mugwort, Shopping you're welcome to come with us, the... or you're welcome to go your own way. It's up to you. I don't know if she heard me.
4: Well, I'll answer as Kevon as a uh, Liz figures out the answer. Um, if we're getting out of here i'm 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 with you i'll I'll join i've been here for too long it feels like i haven't been anywhere else and that's not true okay
3: well then then, like i said morgort you're more than welcome to come along uh and then uh brother onward
0: uh morgort says i feel i should make myself scarce but should you need a balloon pilot I intend to hide out towards the west, outside of town. If you need me, I shall be there for some little while before moving on myself.
3: Well, take care. Uh, good luck.
1: I believe uh, <laughs> if all goes well,
4: we will see you soon.
0: Good luck to you as well. I suspect you'll need it. Uh, so I've, off everyone goes.
4: Have we have we given her any weapons yet? Yeah, she has a sword sword from my I brother. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I know where we're about to go and I... I also will kind of just want to give my weapons away because I can't really change with them. So I uh, can I just hand her off my halberd? Uh sure. Oh yeah, and, and for the people at home, I'm, I'm I've got a sword to one side and a halberd uh, that I carry on with me as a former and possibly future guard. So, <laughs>
0: Uh, why? Thank you. I hope not to have to use any weapons in my escape, but they may come in handy.
4: Or you could throw them away. I don't know. <laughs> Just turn around and I, blase, walk away.
0: <laughs> um, she gives you all a deep, courtly bow before heading off in the opposite direction. Y'all are going. That uh, so toad's
3: you- in for one wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. I am surprised we didn't get that one sooner.
3: I've been sitting on that one for two sessions.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So y'all head off towards the definitely the east. Yep. Yep. Definitely the east. And you find a... Uh,
3: once, an, once an hour again. passes, if nothing else has happened, I'm going to drop concentration. Because okay, I mean, um, there's no point to keeping it going for like six hours. If if <laughs> once we're far enough away and I feel like he's made at least an hour's travel, I will drop concentration.
2: But if he doesn't get a full eight hours, I'm tired.
3: Yeah, well, that's not my problem.
0: <laughs> um, Okay. Y'all head off to the east, uh, you walk over some swampy land, and then you find a wooden dock at some point. And at the end of the dock, there is a big black balloon floating over the lake, which is the, the storm cloud you saw, uh, saw earlier, tugging at its moorings. Beneath it hangs a basket made of black wicker and wood, which serves as a merchant stall. There's a large pane of gray glass drawn closed across the opening above the counter a sign mounted above the window reads wondrous wares and fair fares the balloon is not made of fabric but weather appears to be a roiling dark rain cloud that has been contained somehow with lines and netting
3: who's at the stall i mean is there somebody in the balloon
0: you do not see anyone there's a like there's a a, a countertop and glass behind it that's slid closed it's kind of a uh, smoked glass, so you can't immediately see through it.
3: Does and is there anything else around besides this? Like, are there other people around, other stalls, anything like that?
0: Uh, there is no one. It is deserted. It is just this balloon moored at the end of the dock. That, that, that looks strange, guys. I, should we keep going?
2: No, I think we should knock on the door.
0: Um, I, I will say that under the sign about fair fairs, there's a... Uh, a piece of paper posted that says, available for a limited time only. Very good thimble, fingertip not included. Mug of bumble beer, has a nice sting to it. Dusk mallow pie with decorative bite marks. Bundle of dry wood, great for starting fires. Ink portraits, if we have to look at you, so should you. Moonlight monocle, no more fumbling in the dark.
4: We have to look at you, so should you.
3: <laughs> yes, it's true. It is bad to look at me. Mm.
0: So who is doing what here?
2: All right, we got to knock on the door and get some. I
3: I am fully willing to allow you to do this. (laughs) Okay,
2: I'm going to go knock on the window then.
0: Uh, You knock on the window and it kind of gives a clink clink as you do, kind of like it's louder than you would expect. And uh, after a moment, you hear shouting inside, just a minute, I'm coming. And... uh, Someone slides open the window Wow, I don't have a description of these people um, But two figures are at the window saying What do you want? What do you want?
2: I'm gonna point to the list of items they have And uh, ask about the pie
0: Oh, you've come to shop? Ugh, they wouldn't even come here to shop uh,
2: Then why would you open up a shop if you don't want people to shop?
0: Well, we had the window closed
2: but, but the yes, note we
0: says do. The
3: limited time only. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to knock because we don't want to lose up on our limited time.
0: Right. Yes. You yes, we do ride. have pie if you want it.
2: I'm going to pull out my um, butterfly wings and ask if they take uh, ticket punch.
0: Hmm. No, no, that is worthless wings. What are you trying to pull on us?
2: Oh, no, I still have five punches to go. I was wondering where I could take that. All right, then. What are the prices?
0: Well, we don't care for money exactly, but an exchange of value, perhaps. And one of them says, perhaps the color of your eyes. Yes, those are very nice eyes. And the other one says, maybe the rhythm of your step. You do have a nice bounce. True Shot's got two different colored eyes, right?
2: I don't know.
3: No. Do you? I'm
2: asking. I thought you did. No. What color are your eyes? That's an excellent question. Um... <laughs> I guess, uh, kind of, uh, like, cross between, like, brown and yellow.
3: Oh, don't give away the orange eyes. They're very distinctive looking.
0: Well, we don't just give things away here.
3: That doesn't mean he should give you his eyes. I mean, it might be something else you want. How would you like his inability to reach a logical conclusion?
0: That does not sound very appealing. Why would anyone want that?
4: That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Can you just... Liz, can you describe what they look like a little bit more? Or at all?
0: Um, they are... Yeah, I know. I had to look it up. They are short creatures with dark skin and long pointed nose. They kind of have pointed teeth. Um,
3: are they like moles? Grayish.
0: uh, no, no. Okay. Let me give you. Uh, let me pull up a picture for you. Fucking goblin. And they're yeah. They're wearing dark cloaks.
3: Yeah, that definitely doesn't look like a. Okay, yeah, that's that's freaky. Um. Hmm.
0: I I will tell you, they are darklings.
3: Yeah. I, um. Hmm.
0: How about
2: this like hunger that I always have? I don't know why I'm always hungry. I could trade that away.
0: That doesn't sound very appealing either. One of them has pulled out a pie which eh, it actually looks pretty good. It's got some steam coming up from it. It's um got a nice golden crust. It, it does look like maybe someone has nibbled on it on one side.
3: I could write you a song, I guess. But I'm not hmm, giving you the what? ability to write songs. That's that I need that.
0: Hmm. Well, what kind of song would you write for us?
3: I mean, I can write various kinds of songs. It would depend on what you want. Do you like dirges? Do you would you like something more of a of a dance number? Are you looking for something inspirational? There, there are various. Oh, kinds. A,
0: a nice dirge would be good.
3: I kind of thought you might like dirges. All right. Mm. Um, I guess I'll sit yeah. down and begin trying to write a song for him.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> they are. They are going to demand payment before giving you this pie. Hold on. Uh, so roll a at... roll a performance check.
3: Yeah, I was. I'm trying to find out if I can give myself inspiration.
1: You absolutely uh, can. think you.
0: Can you absolutely right. can?
3: Okay, I'm giving myself a die of inspiration before I do this.
2: Okay. Uh, I can uh, shoot arrows really well. I could performance of no setting up targets and shooting. Okay,
3: twelve plus eight is a twenty. I'm gonna roll the d six. <laughs> Two more for a 22 total on the uh, writing the song check. And I'm like, basically like um, I've got my Schwalm out and I'm like playing like, you know, sort of like the, the part of Fantasia where Chernabog is coming out. I'm kinda okay. like notes, notes of, of the, not that song, but something that sounds kind of like it, like type stuff. And, uh, dun, 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 you know, just trying to get a really nice dark tone to it
0: <laughs> um, and one of them's one of them's come out it is sitting on top of the counter kind of looking at you and the other one's just inside the window with its head perched on one hand listening intently oh yes, that's very dramatic very dramatic yes well I suppose we could let you have this pie for such a nice song
3: okay uh, and I take the schwam that I was playing and I was like here You can also have the schwam, because it's a tangible reminder.
0: Really? How
3: I've got a flute too. (laughs)
0: Kind. How kind of you. I suppose for this schwam and the song, you could choose some other item you might like.
3: Uh what was on the list? I'm sorry.
0: Uh a very good thimble, fingertip not included, a mug of bumble beer has a nice sting to it. Bundle of dry wood, great for starting fires, ink portraits, if we have to look at you, so should you, and a moonlight monocle, no more fumbling in the dark. I would look really cool with a monocle. Hmm. Ah, very well, very well, they say, and one of them, you know, reaches around behind the counter and pulls out this, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of silver with a foggy eyepiece in it and hands it to you.
3: Okay, I take it. Look it over a little bit and then see if I can get it in.
0: Uh yes you can. Uh this monocle functions as a set of goggles of night.
1: Cool. For oh, those of those you at home. They do. Uh, for those of you okay. at home, that is a set of goggles that allows the wearer to uh, basically have dark vision if they don't already have dark vision.
0: Uh, yeah, it does not require a tunament Oh. No. Nope. So yeah. yeah, if you if you put them on, they immediately work. So it's just it's just one lens, but through that eye, you can see it's huh. kind of gloomy here, and you put it on, and it's like, wow, it's suddenly really bright. This is very nice. Thank you. Hmm. Ah, well, you pay us, and we give goods in exchange. And one of them is sitting there with a the swarm trying to play it, kind of trying to repeat that tune, and not, not entirely getting it.
3: Try to, uh, you have to, like, breathe, um very deeply on the intake. And then we, you, you can use your chest to uh, push the air out. The, the schwam's a difficult instrument.
0: Ha uh-huh. ha. It will take practice, practice. That's
3: uh-huh. true. Practice is necessary.
0: Um, if- you know, you make another performance check and we'll see how well you can teach them how to play this while you're, you know, fiddling around here. And you have advantage on that.
4: Is there anything else in this pile we may want?
3: Okay, 16 on the second be, check.
0: Um, you have pretty good success, and after a few minutes, they uh, you know, kind of start to pick it up, and they're doing uh, not a perfect rendition of the tune, but they're getting there. Um, and they seem pretty well inclined to all of you after this, and they do pull out kind of a box of random assorted things. Um uh these are some uh useless boring, boring items. If you have one of them, I suppose. Um, and it's kind of clothing, you know, y'all give me a roll and, uh, we'll see how good I, how good of an item you find. I'm, I got the monocle, so I'm fine. Yeah. If anyone wants to.
1: Just a straight D20. Uh,
0: yeah. Just give me a D20.
1: That's a one. I got a two.
0: We're bunnies. Oh, (laughs) wow. Wow. Uh, good little bunnies. Um, you... You find, like, uh, a rusty dagger and a cloak with some holes in it. It's, it's not very impressive. They were, they were right. This is kind of junk.
4: I am excited for the cloak.
0: Okay. Well, you know, they just hand it over. You know, it's just taking up space anyway.
4: Already that's then. All right, I, I, t- I take the cloak. I sort of throw it around my tattered guard's uniform, which, which also is uh-huh. not fitting the bunny form that well, but fitting it enough. My um, brother's.
3: You're, what are you using for a sword, Alistair?
1: Uh, the equivalent of a great sword.
3: Okay, so you couldn't even use the dagger if you wanted to.
1: Uh, no.
3: All right, I'm gonna say, give me the dagger, All and right. when he does, I'm gonna give him the uh, monocle.
1: Okay.
0: You're you're going to trade the monocle for a rusty dagger.
3: He's my brother.
0: Oh, oh, you're giving it to Alistair, not the Darklings. Yes. Yes, that was confusing me for a moment.
3: Sorry. No, I I don't like to see him get a rusty dagger.
2: That's not cool.
3: So I give him the...
1: Alright, I take it and put it on.
2: Uh, true Shot, were you going
0: to give it a try to see what you could come up with?
2: Oh no, I'm, so I'm taking my arrow, an arrow, and I'm dividing up the pie, and then immediately eating a fourth, and then offering up to everyone else, since I didn't even pay for the pie. Might as well share it.
0: Um, and it's like a really rich meat pie. It's very tasty.
2: Alright, so that like moment helps with the cravings that I'm having.
3: I mean, if you want to keep my piece so you have
2: another to eat if the
3: cravings come back, I would be totally okay with that. I'm also okay with that. I'm, <laughs> uh,
1: As established, I think in episode one, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm good.
3: And I'm a bunny, so whilst I'm not a vegetarian necessarily, I don't have too much of a meat taste.
4: All right, I, Kevon? I see for... everybody handing the pie back to uh, True shots, so I just go with the flow and hand my piece back as well.
2: Okay, then I guess... Uh... I'm going to
4: just wrap it up and stick
3: it yeah, out. You might get hungry later.
4: I also pull out five gold pieces and put them on the counter for my tattered robes.
3: They, they, they don't want gold. They don't want like oh. money.
4: <laughs> All right.
0: hmm.
4: I, I throw the gold into the water. I don't want to put it back in my
0: pocket. <laughs> okay.
3: Definitely right. think he met the hag. <laughs> uh,
1: Almost certainly.
3: Well, Thank you. Um, I Very appreciative. It was nice to meet you, and I'm sorry that we disturbed you when you were trying to rest.
0: Ah, well, this is a very nice song. A nice song. And you know, they're starting to do a pretty fair rendition of it.
3: You've picked it up quite quickly.
0: Uh, and they're they're kind of focused on the music right now.
3: Oh, it's, uh,
0: the, he, it's the healing power of music and friendship that powers <laughs> this adventure.
3: Do we have anything else to ask them before we make our leave? Uh, do, you, do you know um, Bavlorna?
0: Uh, we, we do not know Bavlorna, but... But we know of Bavlorna. Our compatriot has gone to visit her.
3: Oh, and they haven't returned?
0: Oh, not yet. But they are not expected just yet.
3: What can you tell us about her if you don't mind my asking? If you do, of course, there's no need to tell me anything. But I'm curious. We're supposed to return a book.
0: Ah, well, she does delight in gifts and interesting things that she might have and hoard. She does like to play cruel tricks, very cruel tricks on her sisters, if you might aid her in that. She is kind of a, she's something of a hermit. She does not come to you. You must go to her if you wish to give her these things. And that is why we are here to see if she might be interested in some of our fine wares.
4: Interesting. We're close to the cloud, right? Yeah, are. Uh, yeah, kind of... I mean
0: you're yeah. you're right under the cloud. Their kind of merchant stall is sort of that's like the basket under the yeah. cloud balloon. Yeah.
4: I'm just I'm just confirming getting my ground again mentally. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm like I point to the cloud, I was like, what you want that?
0: Uh, are you asking if Bablorna would want that?
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, they kind of glance up at their Thundercloud and they're like, I do not know, but it is not for sale. No, no, we need it. We need it.
3: Well, uh, here's hoping that Bevelorna doesn't decide she wants it anyway. I I hear she has a tendency to uh, be free with other people's thing.
0: Oh, we think we're okay. It is kind of you to show concern, but we believe we are fine.
3: I hope you're right. But thank you uh, for telling us about her, what you know of her. It will probably help us, the delivery we're supposed to make.
0: Uh, they give you a nod, but they are pretty focused on, you know, playing this song. They kind of hand the the shwarm back and forth, and each of them try something, and then they sort of, one of them grabs it and tries something else, and-
3: Try to breathe through your nose. Back and forth. Try, try mm. like, through the, through the nose, then out the out the lungs. Just, it's, it keeps you playing long. Um, should we go, brother? I believe we should probably go.
0: Uh, so, off you go.
3: I don't suppose this there's is any probably, boats docked, right?
0: Uh, there are no boats docked here. Okay.
3: Um, so, so I guess we do have to go back and get one from the bullywogs Yeah,
1: I think, uh, honestly, we just go back and request one as members of
4: the court. Okay. As we're leaving, I make an attempt to turn into one of the Darklings, and it hurts. So I turn back into a rabbit real quickly.
0: Okay. Uh, anyone want to make perception checks to see if they see that?
3: All right.
4: Yep,
1: still
2: oblivious. Yeah, I got a 12. <laughs> uh, it's 11.
0: Uh, well, I'm going to say a 12 is enough because you weren't trying to... Were you trying to hide this, uh, Kivan? Sort of stay to
4: the back, stay out of sight to a point. I wouldn't say I was doing anything great to try and hide it, but I wasn't trying to show people what I was doing.
0: Um. Well, I'll, I'll say True Shot happened to look in that direction at the time.
4: Okay. You got, got a brief glimmer of me trying to turn into a cursed creature. So.
2: Alright. But I'm going to
0: then... Assume
2: that the um, the cloak that he got was trying to like transform him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent guess. I mean, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Uh, okay, so y'all head back to the sinking palace. Um, if you, you encounter some guards along the way and if you ask about a boat, they will direct you to some docks on the other side. They know the king has tasked you with this and they point you off to the docks where you can find a rowboat easily enough.
1: Alright, unless there's anything else anybody wants to do, I believe it's time we go meet a hag.
3: Um, might as well get it over with. Is, is this a good idea? No. No, no. But uh, uh, really... True shot, should we do this?
2: To give her the book? Yeah, because I think that's going to help solve all this. Yeah. See, it's terrible. <laughs> My brain's starting to catch on, but it's not like these thoughts are holding.
4: So I get into the boat.
1: Alright. I'm start taking off in the direction that we were told to go
0: okay okay you head out into the lake which is um it's a wide dark lake kind of covered in pond scum as you grow out there you pass other bullywogs kind of lounging on lily pads and such they seem to be content some of them notice you're passing and wave at you kind of in a friendly way wave and then back. it only takes a It doesn't take long to reach the dock outside of Bavlorna's Cottage, which I have a description here somewhere. Uh, Um, and it is, um, it's a kind of rickety wooden building that rises above the swamp. There's four, there's a dock around it on, uh, three sides and up to the, there are four flights of stairs that lead up to the bottom of the, of the, uh, cottage.
3: Are those poles that they were trapped in
0: here? Um. Yes, you were trapped here. You were. There are still some cages up at the top there. Um. Yes, I will say that uh, your departure has not been noticed of yet. That the cages are just the cages you pulled down are still down on the ground.
4: Does the cottage look like it has any lights on? Smoke coming out from it? Any signs of just outward activity from inside?
0: Um. There are a couple of chimneys with smoke coming out of them. The windows are all kind of like dirty and fogged up, like they're like covered in grime so you can't see through them.
4: Mm-hmm. Are there any animals close by, Tess?
0: Uh, no, it's pretty deserted over here.
4: Okay, that that makes me very eerie, because if no animals are around, just dangerous senses going off for uh, Kevon.
0: Uh, so yes, I assume y'all are docking and climbing up these stairs.
4: I'm I'm commenting on this. No, no birds. No, 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 no fish. Not even a bug. Like just looking around and not seeing any wildlife. No, they probably
1: don't want to be near a hag.
4: (laughs) Just like me. They long to get the heck out of here. (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting very (laughs) nervous. So.
0: Um, so y'all head up and at the top of these stairs kind of ends at a, a trap door at the bottom of the cottage. Mm -hmm. So are y'all opening this up And going inside?
3: I think we should probably knock I mean, I don't think you just walk into a hag's house Do do you
0: guys disagree?
4: No, knocking's probably not a terrible idea Currently looking up the rules Of shape changing to see if I can turn into a tree
0: (laughs) I think you can only turn into like A humanoid sort of creature
4: Yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) sure You can pretend I I can pretend to be a tree Yeah
0: (laughs) Um, I will, uh, let me add a detail about the cottage. Uh, The, um, the stairs wrap around this, like, wide stone well that comes up from the, uh, from the lake and ends at the base of the cottage. Uh, so y'all knock on the trapdoor.
3: Uh, I guess I'll knock.
4: I'm, I'm standing behind Allie, and I'm real freaked out, so. Uh,
0: okay, okay, and, uh, There's no response.
1: (sighs) I check to see if the door is unlocked.
0: Uh, It is not locked.
1: Well, this will be fun. I open it and walk in.
0: Uh, Okay, I mean, you're kind of climbing and it's a trap door at the bottom of the cottage.
1: I I, I move in, et cetera, et cetera. Uh,
0: In this, this is a big room that kind of, this is like the whole bottom, most of the bottom floor of this place. In the middle, there's a recessed pool lined with moldy clay tiles that takes up most of the large square room Uh, stagnant water fills the depression to a depth of one foot. Rising from the pool's center is the head of a stone well that gives off an unpleasant, pungent odor. In one corner of the pool stands a tall, dirty, freestanding mirror in an oval frame, and floating on the water is a large lily pad. Creaky wooden floorboards are arranged in a 10-foot-wide raised walkway around the pool, this walkway is crowded with shelves, tables, and stools of all shapes and, and styles. And almost every available surface is littered with stacks of dirty plates, scraps of food, and old junk. Dressing dummies are pushed together in, a, in one corner, and a wooden staircase spirals up from another corner. There are five closed doors leading off from the room.
1: I poke my head back through the,
4: the trapdoor. Well, what are you waiting for?
3: I sigh. Roll my eyes and climb up.
4: Oh, I very sheepishly follow in after,
2: uh, Tipalta.
0: And, uh, you, True Shot?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm with the rest. I'm at gas. I'll check out the mic.
0: And so y'all are in the lowest floor of Bavlornas Cottage. You see this pool in front of you, and there are, uh, five doors around the outer walls. What are we doing?
4: Is that really a lily pad in the pool?
0: There is a lily pad in the pool.
4: And what are those things off to the, uh, top right-hand corner? Are those... Dummies.
0: Uh, yeah, they're dress dummies.
4: Okay, uh, I walk over to the dress dummies and turn myself into one.
0: Okay, you are now a humanoid dressing dummy.
4: Yes, in a guard's outfit and a tattered, uh, hideous uh, robe wrapped around me.
0: Okay, um, all of them are. Let's see, there are mm-hmm, uh, seven of these dressing dummies. Uh, six of them are in sort of shoddy, home-stitched garments, and the other one is bare except for a black pointed hat.
4: Can I just lean against them and kind of blend in with them?
0: Hmm. Okay.
4: Yeah, I feel th- this feels safe.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't technically think you can turn into a dress dummy, but it's hilarious, so we're gonna go with it.
4: <laughs> humanoid.
0: Uh, yeah, they are humanoid. <laughs>
4: I mean, I appreciate it.
0: Uh, so I think yes. it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, everyone else, what are you doing? True Shot?
2: Okay, True Shot thinks the safest thing is to check out the mirror. So that's what he's...
0: Totally, definitely safe. Um, It's it's a mirror, let's see. I mean, it's, it's reflecting the room, but you don't see yourself in it.
2: Okay, and he thinks that's because it's a weird magic mirror, so he'll... I guess, tap on it to see anything wrong with it? or
0: Okay. Uh
2: I got
3: to say, I absolutely love the idea of True Shot going, is this thing broken to a a pool?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You tap on the mirror. It feels like normal glass. Nothing happens. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's all you're doing for now.
0: Uh, Okay. Hippolyta?
3: I'm just kind of standing next to and behind my brother as much as possible.
0: Okay. So, Alistair, what are you doing?
1: I'm kind of just looking around like I would have expected... Um the hag to be here since she's we we're told she doesn't really well, re- live leave the place
0: Well there are stairs going up from here and you know from the outside that it is a three story cottage.
1: Hmm. So I'll just to kind of take a look around the room, uh see what other doors uh are around here, see what other rooms are here and go from there. Uh, so okay, th- pick a door. Let's start with the one next to the dummies. Uh
0: the one next to the dummies uh that would be far um, top right. Yes, right, left. I got that. I got that. Um, so you open the door. And it gives a loud creak. Uh, inside, you see scraps of cloth and bundles of yarn that are piled high throughout this tiny room. It's very small, and it is packed.
1: Interesting. Okay, let's go to the one below that one, then. Just kind of pop, um, are you just
0: Are you just glancing in, or are you do, trying to do thorough searches of these rooms?
1: Just kind of glancing in.
0: Okay. Uh, so the next one down, you uh, open the door, and there's a flight of stairs that runs along the outside wall of the cottage, leading up with uh, wooden doors. There's a wooden door at the top.
1: Gonna take a note of that, and then check to the one to the bottom right.
0: Uh, this is uh. Some kind of storage room. You see there's a large cupboard standing alone. And it's the room is dark, but of course you see it as though it's brightly lit. There's a fr- fine scrollwork that frames the cupboard's two doors, which are bridged by a circular panel of dark wood. The panel is inlaid with a silver hourglass.
1: I'll call over to my sister. Hmm? I uh, wanna... What is it? I'll take a look in here. The other one is a set of stairs in the other room above that near where... Our new companion has decided to take up residence. Uh, is filled with cloth. What do you make of this?
3: Uh, I guess I'll make an Arcana check. That's the first. Uh, thing
0: give me I- an oh. investigation check.
3: Okay, investigation.
0: All right,
3: sixteen.
0: Um. So you kind of peek at it. You look at it. It's not a lock. I mean, it's just like a sigil, sigil in a circle. Uh, but. You give it a good look. You think it be, you think it can be manipulated and twisted. It looks safe.
3: I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a lock. It might be an opening mechanism, but I've not seen much like it. Do you want me to try and adjust it?
1: That's up to you. I don't really know. I'm reticent to touch too many
3: things. Okay. Um, I don't. I'm assuming that investigate check was my attempt to find a
0: trap. Yes. Does it and look you, like you feel? It... You feel pretty confident that it's safe.
3: Do I feel like this thing is to open the door?
0: Uh, yes. It does seem like you were correct. It seems like some kind of latching mechanism.
3: Well, I'm going to back off and gesture to my brother to back off. All right. I okay. do so. Um, either I do nothing or I can try and do something. Which you would rather I do nothing? I'm, I'm asking you, so.
1: I I don't know. I don't know what to do here.
3: All right. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. I'm going to back off 25 feet from the door. Okay. And I'm going to use the mage hand to try and open it. Or to see if I can, what I can do to it with the mage hand to see if I can get it to open.
0: Okay, you, um, the mage hand goes and sort of fiddles with it and finally determines, you determine that it can twist, it spins. And when you spin it to turn the glass completely upside down, it cracks open, like the middle, like, um, the, the sigil, which was solid a second ago, kind of splits straight through the middle and the doors swing open.
3: Well, now what?
0: Um, is... It is slightly opened and you can do what you want with that information.
3: I'm going to use the mage hand. Uh, do I feel like the mage hand, like when I put the mage hand out, I'll have it like grab the edge of the door and try and move it. Does it, do I feel like it's too heavy for me to move with mage hand?
0: I uh, do no, I mean, it's, it's a cabinet door. It's not, it's it does not seem any heavier or lighter than a normal cabinet door
3: okay, I'm gonna pull it open,
0: uh, okay, you pull it open and it's inside it's divided into rows of small compartments. each one appears stuffed with things.
3: all right, um, should I make another investigate check, or do you want to do it, brother?
1: Well, I'm not very good at it,
3: okay, well, just help me then.
1: yep, I'll give you a hand.
3: all right, I'm gonna roll with advantage because he's helping and try yep. and go through this cub this cabinet. that's a seven, so hopefully I roll better this time. <laughs> Yeah, that's an 18. Uh,
0: Okay, there's just all sorts of junk in here. You see, there's a drawer that's completely full of different loose buttons of all shapes and colors. Uh, There's a drawer of stray cutlery, none of which matches. Uh, There's a drawer full of letters. Uh, There's another, there's a pouch that's full of old frayed belts. There's some press flowers and loose dried petals. There's... Uh, a bag full of feathers, a horseshoe, and a chipped teacup. As you pick up the teacup, you notice... No, it's not the teacup. There's a teacup, but there's also a small ceramic cauldron. And inside, there's a scrap of paper.
3: I'll take a look at it. What was that? I'll take a look at do- it.
0: Okay, in, so you pick up the piece of paper, and on it is written the word spittle spew. Nothing else.
3: Okay, I'll file that away. The name Spittlespoo Mean anything to you, brother? Cannot say that it does. I'm going to put the whole thing in my bag.
0: Okay. The whole, not the whole closet.
3: Cauldron. The little cauldron and the paper.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: I'm going to take the whole closet. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a cauldron, but it's like the size of a teacup. So it's not very big.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll,
0: I'll put that in my bag along with it. Okay. Uh, so, Shot, are you doing anything else out there?
2: Okay, I guess I'll take a look inside the well as the mirror proof.
0: Oh uh, yeah, what a boring mirror. Um, so the um, so down in this pool, uh, which the center, there are stairs leading down into the one corner of the way. Um, uh, there's no water moving; it's completely still. Um, if you peer down the well, you can see the water is completely calm and comes right up to the brim.
2: Okay, I guess I'll poke the water and see like what happens yeah
0: the water ripples do you want to make an intelligence check to see if you know what's going on here just straight intelligence uh it's a seven (laughs) (laughs) um you you have no idea this is it's just a well right this is how wells
2: Hmm. okay then i guess i don't find anything with the well so then next i would go and check out the lily pad
0: oh i will when you poke in when you poke your hand into the water, it's it, it's a kind of like a stinging tingling feeling on your skin. like it, it you aren't like burned, but it's kind of unpleasant.
4: Does he take any damage?
0: No,
2: okay, So I think it's gross water. That- I
4: mean, he doesn't have any um, effects or anything. He doesn't seem like he's I know you can't say curse, but I'm just curious if I, like there's anything to observe as I'm like resting back with the uh, with the other dress dummies.
0: You do not observe any change in him.
4: Hmm. I'm getting curious about the water too, although I don't know. it just, it just feels right sitting back with the dress dummies.
0: <laughs> Um. So the lily pad looks like a big lily pad. I mean, you don't really notice anything odd about it. I mean, except that it's a big lily pad. Okay,
2: so this whole like center thing, weird setup, but otherwise then weird about it. All right. Let's curious.
3: does
4: anybody in this group have to detect magic?
1: I punch things, so nope.
4: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just shoot arrows. Oh, I'm really God.
3: good at talking and playing music
4: instruments. Oh, this is, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just wildly impressed that I'm in a group without anybody having taken Detect Magic. I'm Actually, it's refreshing.
1: Well, oh. the group composition has changed quite, a, quite considerably since the first session, mm-hmm. so... Um, uh, but.
0: Yeah, but you you still did not have anyone who would have had detective. Yeah, we never
1: did. Liz, uh, Liz the second would have. She was a witch, or at least that was her goal, right?
0: <laughs> um.
1: Regardless, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, she was. She was a. I think a. Sorcerer. No, she was
0: a ranger. She was a ranger.
1: Mm, ra- Liz two
0: was.
3: Yeah, we yes. had two rangers, two fighters, and a bard.
1: Oh, weird.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, never mind yeah. then.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So you had a weird party composition from day one.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, I can still talk to animals, so I right. like to check. I could learn it. I just had not Oh no! It's. It's. I'm enjoying this. So.
1: Right, well, we got one more door to check down here, I guess. So let's check uh, that one.
4: By the way, did the group hear them say "spittle spattle"? That what it was? Yes. I wasn't attempting to conceal it. But yeah, I'm just curious okay. if like that so, was they yeah. a shot or yeah. Okay. So it's spittle spew. Spittlespew.
1: Okay. Uh, So, well, two more doors. I'll check the door on the left.
0: Um, okay. When you open the door, there's a horse head that leers at you with glossy eyes, its lips drawn back from pointed yellow teeth. The head is affixed to a large, eight-limbed armature made of wicker and wire, situated so it faces the doorway where you entered. Near it is a wooden crate. Uh, flies are buzzing all about this disordered room, landing occasionally on animal carcasses that lie strewn in small piles. On a low table, an assortment of tools, saws, knives, scrapers, a hand-cranked drill, sewing thread and needles and awls, around several taxidermic subjects in various stage of completion. A shelf that looks on the verge of collapse leans against the wall between two windows and bears the weight of dozens of stuffed Horrors. Each one is an artless combination of two or more animals.
1: Well, that's pleasant. You
0: know, make make a wisdom save for me.
1: Oh, uh, that's my strong suit, don't you know? Oh, actually, know. that's not that's not too bad. Eighteen.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, an eighteen. Yeah, you you walk in and you're sort of you're startled, but you don't like freak out.
1: Right. Well.
0: This room is very unpleasant smelling. I mean, you these are rotting corpses. Some of them have been preserved. Some of them have not been preserved yet.
1: I will very, very slowly shut that door and turn around. I don't <laughs> think we should go in there.
4: I'm wondering if I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing at this point, you know, lying with the other dress dummies. So I just get up and start walking around the area, looking at it myself. <laughs>
0: Okay. Is there anything in particular you want to look at?
4: Oh, the uh, uh staring at the water, and because okay. I saw True Shot kind of looking at it, but slowly making my way over to that door that was just opened by Allie. Uh, okay. Alistair? Yeah. Um, did, <laughs> did anybody see me change, or are they just watching a dress dummy walk through the space? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, you know, everyone. Everyone make perception checks and if you roll above a 10 we'll say you saw Kvan change into a dress dummy well, I mean, if you roll under a 10.
1: My pass was at 14.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, every okay, everyone saw. Everyone saw you change. So there was a dress dummy now walking around but also you saw Kvan change into a dress dummy so
4: Yeah, well the, the dummy also has a mustache.
0: Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Yes.
4: All right. I curious. I kind of dipped my dummy hand into the water too i sort of saw a true shot react to it but i didn't see anything too awful happen so i was kind of curious what the effect was
0: uh, i kind of your your hand kind of tingles oh god ah. and it, you know it's unpleasant but it's not like painful oh
4: sh- shake it off a curious feeling i'm wondering if this is some kind of like mineral bath uh, do i see anything funny about the water
0: um give me a nature check and actually, uh, True Shot, you can give me an a nature shot, too, if you want to give it a try.
2: Nine? Yeah, I got a five.
0: Oh, wow. The, neither of y'all know anything. It's water, and it kind of stings. Weird. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, you know that water should not sting.
4: Yeah. This and is it,
0: unusual, but I've you don't around, know what's causing it.
4: Yeah, I've, I've been around the frogs and in the swamp long enough to know that, like, the swamp water and the water they use isn't like this.
0: No, uh, it is not.
4: No, and I'm just like, there's, there's something funny about this. I don't know what it is. I want I, I to drink this. All right. So I uh, get up and keep making my way over to that door that uh, Allie was just working with, just because I was kind of curious about that, too.
0: Okay. Are you are you going inside, Alistair? Are you, like, The one that had the taxidermy stuff inside? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah yes. Like this, yeah. That appears to be a taxidermy room.
4: I mean, anything of value?
1: I don't know, but I personally don't feel comfortable as a furry critter going in there.
4: Okay, I slide. Could I slide open the door around you? Oh, I would. I would get out of your way if you're you're intending on going in. That's fine. I don't know if I'm going in. I just kind of want to look in there too, just to be like, because curiosity is getting me on this one. So I I slide the door open slowly, and I see a bunch of dead things. Is that right?
0: Uh, yes, and there's a horse's head, like, directly in front of the door that's leering at you with glossy dead eyes.
4: And I don't blink, and I just slide the door shut.
0: <laughs> um, make a wisdom save for me, and we'll just decide if you freak the heck out.
4: All right. Uh, I don't want to roll low for this. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. All right. uh, there we go.
0: Uh save should be in the upper left. Yeah. Uh,
4: I rolled a 16.
0: Oh, um, you're good. You're good. You, you're you startled, but you hold it together and you close the door and it's like, that is so much better.
4: Oh, I was hoping I'd freak out. That's unfortunate. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. What else is going on in here? Did,
2: uh, True shot. Have you done anything with a lily pad? I looked. There wasn't anything strange about it. Just a lily pad. All right.
0: It is, in fact, just a giant lily pad. It's not true shot, not understanding things. Though you can investigate it as much as you want, but I'm just going to tell you it's a lily pad.
4: Okay. Um, I think I'm good. I've seen enough lily pads in my life at this point, having been in the swamp for so long.
0: Uh, yeah, you have seen a lot of lily pads. Looks like a lily pad. There are lots of lily pads floating out in the lake. Right. Okay. Um, so anyone else investigating the pool or there is one door you have not opened yet?
1: I'll go to the south door just to kind of see what's there.
0: Okay. Uh, You open it up, and there's a balcony. It's about 10 feet wide, and it runs almost the entire length of the cottage. It's covered from end to end with living frogs. Uh, You poke your head out, and you can see at each end of the balcony, attached to the corner of the cottage, just beyond easy reach, there is a clothesline draped with patchwork garments. Uh, the two lines stretch out over the lake and disappear into the fog.
1: I kind of poke my head back in. Uh, there's a lot of frogs out here. Do
4: you mind if I
0: talk to them?
1: Uh, sure. I'm already I'm on f- my way. I okay,
4: he's on. forward to the answer. Yeah. Uh, I, I lean down to the frog and I just ask it why they're out here and not in the pool inside. And I laugh. Um, okay. Answer or how does the frog um,
0: respond? Yeah, that's a good question. How does the frog respond? Um make a persuasion check to convince them to talk to you. I
4: can be very persuasive. Ah, huh, 16.
0: Uh yes, the the frog makes a a soft ribbit and uh which you interpret to be uh for it to saying um hmm, it, wow, you people who can speak with animals always making the dm figure out how would a frog respond to a question?
4: Talk with the animals, talk with the animals.
0: <laughs> We guard, and the rest but, of them kind of chorus up, guard, guard, softly.
4: I think they're guarding. Guarding try, from what? I try and ask them again, like, why they're not actually going in the pool though, inside. Um, Insisting a little bit.
0: Guard duty. Guard duty. Guard duty.
4: <laughs> All right. <sighs> and then I ask them, would you want to go in the pool?
0: Um, you see them kind of looking at one another, and, like, the the lead frog, the frog you initially addressed yourself to, shakes yeah. his head, like...
4: No. Okay.
0: It's a, it's a hard no.
4: <laughs>
0: Babilornas. Well,
4: okay. Uh, these are
3: pretty
0: obedient frogs.
4: Do they know
1: where their... <laughs> and I kind of, like, pause... master is?
0: G-
4: give me a second, and I... <laughs> And I uh, croak at them. Beast speak, and you know, like ask them if uh, Balthorin is around.
0: They just look at you, kind of wide-eyed. Rivet. <laughs> uh,
4: well, that's the one thing they don't know.
0: I mean, they are—they are still frogs.
4: Yeah. So the, the concept of being around might not be there. Although, at least they're guarding. So.
0: I mean, do frogs have a concept of object permanence? I don't know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All things are a fly. That is a very good question.
1: <laughs> Things, things that I randomly Google for later.
4: <laughs> so have they been quiet this entire time, or have they been croaking?
0: Uh, they've been very quiet, except for responding to you. And even when they've been responding to you, they're pretty—they're croaking pretty soft.
1: Yeah. Well, I did find another set of stairs that go up. We could go up.
0: And there's also there's also a set of spiral stairs in the corner. Uh, up in the upper left, uh, top left corner. Yeah, there's a spiral staircase going up, and then there's the staircase outside. Both of them go up. Well, that's you. Do, so yes. Well,
1: I'll point out both of them. We could go up
4: a level, uh, if we pick one. Well well, you see a dress dummy, hear this and just go shambling towards the stairs in the left corner. The <laughs> okay. St- the circular ones.
0: Okay. Everybody else?
2: Uh yeah, I'm gonna follow. Me too. Mm-hmm. She- shake my head. Can't believe she's using baby bully to guard her. <laughs> the monster.
4: It's one of her many crimes.
0: Uh, okay, so everyone is going up? Yep. Okay, you wind up in uh, this, leads out to a narrow hallway. Uh, the walls of this dank hallway are covered with scores of portraits depicting grumpy, sad, frightened, and angry people. The figures include humans, elves, halflings, bullywugs, and goblins, among others. The portraits are rendered in a variety of mediums, including paintings, etchings, and sketches. All of them are displayed in gaudy, gilded frames. There is a framed oval mirror two feet wide and five feet tall hanging in the middle of one wall. And um, there, at the end of the hallway, there is a door on either side. A picture of the hallway. But yes, what is everyone doing, presuming everyone is inside?
3: Yeah,
4: I would.
0: Oh, there you go. There's him following you him. come up. You've come up from those stairs.
4: That seems pleasant. We're seeing we're seeing three doors and several. Oh, yes, two, three doors. Is is uh,
0: yes, framed framed portraits all along yeah. the walls and one large mirror.
4: Is the large mirror the uh, gray frame?
0: Um was it a gray frame? It just it's just framed. It does not specify the color of the
4: frame. I'm really curious what that gray frame is. Huh? Uh well, I should say Kevon is very curious what that gray frame is. It's one of these things is not like the other. So Oh that's,
0: that's, that's the, the mirror. mirror.
4: Oh that's the mirror, okay. Yes. yes. And can I see myself in it or
0: uh, you can see yourself in it, yes. Uh wait, wait, wait. Um you can see yourself in it. Da, 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 da. What kind of expression are you making? Or do dress dummies not have any kind of expression?
4: Ah, uh, <laughs> actually don't Yeah, that's yeah. There.
0: I don't have a questions don't. none of us can answer.
4: Yeah. So it's expressionless dress dummy. It's just there. Um,
0: okay. Yeah, you're just min- there.
4: I actually don't recognize myself, and I sort of reached out for the fellow dress dummy. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, yeah, so your hand hits glass with a little okay. clunk. It
4: goes Clunk, clunk, clunk. All right, so it's it's not, not happening. Uh, anybody else?
3: I don't suppose any of those portraits were of a displacer beast cub, were they?
0: No, they are not. They're all, I mean, they're all humanoids of various sorts. There is, there is no displacer bee. Look around through them. And none of them have eyes that move as we go by. You do not see any moving eyes. They are all still portraits. They're kind of creepy, but you don't see any of them move.
2: and right,
1: I guess I'll check the first door that we come across. So the one that's on the, as in the image, the right hand side.
0: Okay, door on the right side. You are opening the door? Yep. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, inside you see a large room, a study, and inside you see two creatures sitting, having tea in the middle of the room. The first figure is seated in a time-worn armchair. She's a tall, lean woman of gray complexion, dressed in black with a wide-brimmed hat, obscuring her eyes. The other figure is a toad-like creature with bulging eyes and cracked skin, clad in a shapeless garment. Uh, She sits on one end of a loveseat with uh, its legs pulled up beneath it, and its mouth kind of gapes open with flies flitting in and out of it. Two tiny versions of the same creature cling to it like little pets. The room is filthy. Dirty dishes and bits of discarded food are everywhere. The furniture was perhaps once a fine quality, but now stains of mysterious origin model every surface, and the upholstery has been hatched numerous times. Set with its back to the wall in one corner is a hulking wooden cabinet. Sturdy legs support the bottom of the cabinet six inches above the floor. A decrepit wooden staircase climbs up a wall in another corner. Right. What are you doing?
1: A low sweeping bow. Pardon the intrusion. Uh, we have a delivery to make.
0: Um, all eyes in the study turn to you.
1: And I hold up, and, uh, I, and ch- I hold up, I reach my hand behind me for my sister to put the book in my hands, and then I pull it out in front of me once it's been delivered into my
0: hands.
3: Okay, I give it to her.
0: Uh, the creatures, the toad-like creatures' eyes go wide, and one of the small uh, duplicates of the creature jumps off its arms and runs towards you and grabs the book. I hand it over. And it scr- or scrambles back to her and hands it to her, to her. Why? How have you come by this curious little creature?
1: I uh, believe his name was Gallop. Gallop. Whoever is in charge of Galoom. the sog Galoop. Whoever's in charge of the the soggy court for today, until they behead him and somebody else takes over. Um, he was reading it.
0: Very interesting. This book was taken from me.
1: Ah, you must be Bavlorna.
0: Indeed. And you, young thing, have not introduced yourself. I- You are an agent of this soggy court?
1: Only in so much as it granted us access to speak with you. I am Alistair Hoppleton. I believe we've met before.
0: Hmm. So if you did not simply come to deliver a book, what act of desperation compels you to enter my home, little darling?
1: You have something of mine that I wish to get back.
0: Hmm, I do collect many things. Is everyone else coming into the room, or is everyone else hiding in the corridor?
3: I had to go in the room to give him the book, so I'm behind him.
0: A hideously okay.
4: dressed dressing doll just comes marching through.
0: <laughs> and um, what about you, TruShot? What are you doing?
4: I guess if we're all going in. I'm headed in, too. Yeah, I give, um. a, I give a simple wave, and then I slump in the corner like I'm inanimate.
0: Okay, Pavlorna looks at you and... Uh,
4: she does that a lot.
0: S- smiles. Her smile gets a little broader. It's a smile that's a little too wide for her face. Curious, curious creature you are. Um, And I will say that Alistair, Hippolyta, and Trueshot, you all noticed that the dark-clad figure does not cast a shadow.
4: I note this down. How dark is it in the room?
0: It's normal lighting.
4: But there's no, like, direct sunlight or anything?
0: It is not direct sunlight. There are lamps lit around the room. So it's, I mean, it's perfectly easy and bright to see, but it's not, like, bright, bright.
4: Right. And the dark figure isn't, like, trying to be in the shadows. It's just in the middle of the room or something.
0: Yeah, they're sitting on chairs in the middle of the room talking. I will say, you did not notice this. Your passive perception is not high enough.
4: Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm a dressing doll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I would normally share in a nice smile. However, I am incapable of doing so. I would like to be able to do so again. What will it take to get my mirth back?
0: Hmm. It's possible I have such a thing. I collect many things. I should have to look for it. But if you want me to do something for you, you will have to do something for me.
1: And this is.
0: Uh, She smiles again, and whenever she's not speaking, her mouth kind of hangs open with these flies flitting around. Well, my preservation pool, down in the first level of the cottage, is not functioning. The water hurts my skin. It should not be this way. I should like you to figure out what is wrong. You have already returned my book. This is a good thing. I do appreciate having my possessions in my possession. And also, there's a package that I need picked up from Downfall. I do not trust these bullywogs or those brigands to pick it up and not damage it or steal it. But perhaps you would pick it up for me in exchange for finding this thing that you have misplaced, this mirth.
1: It would appear that you require two things for one when we have already given Mm. you the book.
0: Well, yes, it is fair enough to exchange something of value for something of great value.
4: Perhaps. Mm. I I pipe in without having a mouth. The rule of reciprocity!
0: Indeed, the rule of reciprocity says you must exchange things of equal value, and this thing which I may have in my possession is of great value. The chores I ask of you are only equitable.
1: I will see to your pool first.
0: This would be most considerate of you. Most kind.
1: And with that, I just nod my head and I turn around and I go back downstairs and-
0: (laughs) Okay, is everyone else following? Is anyone else doing anything? As y'all have had this conversation, the figure in the middle of the room has just watched placidly occasionally sipping from her teacup.
4: I I see him leave the room, and I immediately go from being limp to upright and just go walking out, or stumbling out.
2: Okay. I'm wondering when uh, Alistair became a plumber. I don't remember this um, talent before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For for getting myself whole again, I will shovel a lot of very nasty things.
3: (laughs) I'm extremely... uh quiet and if you've ever seen a rabbit with its uh fur up that's what my fur is doing and I'm grinding you can hear me grinding like my teeth are grinding
1: and if anybody's ever had a rabbit when rabbits grind their teeth it is very loud um the best way I can put I, I guess Matt would back me up on this one for me it almost sounds like granite on granite like, it almost, like, that sort of, like, rumbly, stony feel.
3: Yeah, sometimes it can be actually even sound like, the, like a scream. Like yeah. Like, they can get the teeth going, and it can sound like they're actually growling or screaming <clears throat> at you.
0: Uh, uh, Vavlurna like a- just, just smiles at you a little too wide, with too many teeth and flies coming in and out of her mouth. Such charming creatures you are.
3: Yeah, I don't respond to anything she says. I keep my head down. I'm not looking mm-hmm. at her.
4: I give a 10-4 with my one arm. <laughs> off the top of my head. Roger Dodger.
0: <laughs> um. So you return with the preser- to the preservation pool, as Bavlarna described it. Um, I will say, she said the water stings, and also it won't fill with water. It's supposed to have running water into it, and the water is very still. And that is where we are going to wrap it up today. The party has finally met Bevlorna the Hag and is off to do some chores for her. We'll find out exactly what happens the next time we're back with Wild Beyond the Witchlight.